Welcome to the first episode of the More God, Less Me podcast. My name is Justin Lee. I'm going to be your host. Our goal here is to have more of God and less of ourselves. That's the hope in every episode is that we can find ways to have more of God in our lives and less of ourselves. Um, I thought about doing the whole normal thing that people do with podcasts where you have an introductory episode and you just talk about what the podcast is going to be and where you plan on going and what you plan on talking about. But the simple truth is that I don't I don't know where we're going to go with this podcast. I know what my hopes are, but I don't want to make plans because I think that God could change it in any moment. Right now, I really want to focus on solid food. I don't want to go back on milk and talk about doctrine and the and baptism and all these things that we already should know at this point. Um, and there's so many people talking about those things. And they do such a great job, and those things are so important. And I feel like they're discussed all the time in the church. And I really want to do a podcast at some point specifically on solid food as a way also of getting more God and less of ourselves in our lives. But I don't I don't think I want to talk a lot about doctrine. I want to talk about those different things because I feel like in some ways that's an area that's lacking in Christianity. We don't talk about solid food. We tend to stay to the milk, even though we have the scripture in the Bible that tells us that we need solid food. And so my thought currently is that we won't really discuss a lot of doctrine in this podcast. We won't go into the the basics of the Christian faith, but we're going to go on how to go deeper with God and how to get more of God in our lives, because I think that's where a lot of Christians are lacking. And really, I think that's where a lot of Christians are struggling and why they struggle with the faith is because they're not really living a life filled with God. They're living a life filled with themselves with maybe a smidge of God. But as we also know from the Bible, that's just not possible. You can't live a life of a little bit of God and a lot of the world. You're going to end up going one more than the other. And what we should be striving for is a whole lot of God and as little of the world as we can let in. But also, I, I don't know where, I, that's the hope, right? But at the same time, at any moment, God could put something on my heart. He can light on my heart for this podcast, and that's where we could end up. I do have three show ideas, and I think they're all going to end up in this stream, at least for the time being. If something grows or if things change, maybe I'll end up with three podcasts. Um, to be honest, it's also partly just a little bit lazy why these three shows would be in the same thing podcast apps that most podcast apps are expensive and you have to have like a monthly thing and some of those will let you run multiple shows through the same account but using spotify podcast which is like the best free one that you can use you can't do that you'd have to sign out and log back in with a different email for every one of the shows and i really feel like god's leading me on these three different shows which are obviously this one the more god less me podcast um, that's going to be like the main podcast of the whole thing that's going to be followed by a podcast that I'm going to call God Notes. And that's really just where every week I'm going to, when God gives me those moments when I'm just in study or prayer or just thinking through things, meditating on the ways of God, and he lays something on my heart, just like that quick little blurb of like, oh, you know, what about thinking about this this way? Or like, look at this scripture and how it compares to that. Those things, I'm going to collect those over the week. And at the end of every week, I'm going to just put a podcast together, just simply sharing those things. Like whatever God laid on my heart this week, Here's just a list and maybe elaborate them on maybe a little bit more as God gives me the the utterance. Um, but no, as, as, I, as I read through them and continue to think on them, maybe God will put it on my heart to say something else about those things. And then that's just basically how that podcast is going to be. And then finally, we're going to do another podcast called Better Together. And that's going to be a podcast with myself and my wife. We hope for that podcast is that while we want more of God and less of ourselves, obviously, so it's very important to be very God-focused. I don't know about people listening to this podcast, but when all you listen to are podcasts that are very preachy, 
and things like that. Like you feel like your the learning side of your brain is always engaged. Like you have to be focused and thinking and prayerful in that content. And when all we do as Christians is create teaching content, then we have we have people going back to the world for just relaxed content that you can kind of passively listen to that isn't talking about anything. It's like the Seinfeld of, of podcasts. And so I kind of want to do that, the show that's that's not really about much except whatever we feel in the moment of the day. But it's probably not going to be super teachy unless God lays that on our heart, of course. And maybe, you know, there could get to be some relationship things in there. But I just think it would be good to have a podcast where you just sit down and talk about, you know, anything. Me and my wife just sit down and talk about anything. And she may show up in some of these podcasts if we decide, like, well, not if she decides, but if I decide that I can't really do this whole talking about myself thing very well and I need to have somebody to bounce off of to be able to keep the flow going. But, I mean, currently we're at five minutes and we seem to be doing pretty good. This isn't the first podcast that we've done. We had another podcast we did for a little while about our farm. Uh, and the animals that we have on the property and things like that. But to be honest, it just didn't feel right. Like I felt like we were trying to teach people about things and almost evangelize animals. And it it just felt like it was kind of silly, like it was unnecessary and that we could better serve, you know, the world and ourselves by focusing on doing something God focused. And now I guess doing three things that are God focused. But Let's get into what the subject of this episode is going to be about, and that's that it's time for more God and less of us. I mean, that's the simple truth. In in Christianity, I feel like for the last 2,000 years since Jesus ascended into heaven, we've slowly but surely drifted further and further away from from how we should be living from God and honestly become indoctrinated by the world, thinking that we need to do all these things while we're on earth and we need to, you know, we need to have all this stuff and go to these places and experience these things because, you know, we only have one chance, only one shot, you know, YOLO, you only live once. And so then if we don't accomplish everything before we go to heaven, then we're going to have missed out on all this stuff. But what we fail to realize is that that's kind of not the point of our lives. And when we do those things, we're being distracted by God and we're getting less of God in our lives and we're getting more of ourselves following what our flesh wants to do. And so it's it's just time for that to change. I feel like we've drifted so far from what biblical Christianity is in our lives. And obviously, I know there's a lot of people that talk about this, and I'm no expert or grand theologian. I'm just somebody who feels like God wants me to say something, and then if I don't say it, it's like fire shut up in my bones. You know, you I, I feel like this is something that needs to be said and something that we really need to think about as Christians is that are we living a life like if you still, if you took Paul or Peter or any of the apostles or even like, a man like Stephen, who was willing to give his life up for the gospel truth, you know, if you brought them to our time, would they be playing golf? Would they be doing these things? And I'm not saying that those things are bad, but they definitely distract us from God. Like, I, I don't think people wake up early all the time to read their Bibles, but I think a lot of people will wake up early on the weekend to go fishing or go play golf. And those things aren't bad, but the Bible does also teach us that while everything is allowable for you, not everything is good for you, right? Like we're allowed to do a lot of stuff as Christians. Our lives aren't super restricted like the world wants to act. We have great freedom in Christ to do so many amazing things, but we have to still be careful because even though we have the freedom to do those things, those things might not be what's best for us, and they may cause us to have less of God and more of ourselves in our lives, which is the exact opposite of what we need. If we want to be happy Christians, if we want to have the joy, the peace, and the faith that we see in our Bibles, then we need to lessen ourselves and have more of Christ. And that doesn't sound like what we want to do because our flesh doesn't want to do that, right? 
we, we don't want less of ourselves. We want more of ourselves. I want to have fun and be with these things. And, and it doesn't sound like fun to read God's Word, but I'll tell you this, the more that you do it and you train in those things, which that's going to be a whole other episode as well, you have to train in the things of God. And training isn't even like exercise. And when we exercise, you do a little workout and you're good. But when you train, you're training for something. And people who train are working harder than people who are simply exercising because they have a goal in mind and they're pushing as hard as they can to get there. And the Bible says to train yourself up in the ways of God. So that means we have to push and work hard and it's not going to be easy. Developing a prayer life to get more of God is not easy. Developing a Bible study program in your life is not easy. Being a person who worships in season and out of season is not easy because it's not what we want to do. We are pushing and fighting and honestly tearing things in our lives, hoping they can build back stronger for God, just like you're tearing muscles in the gym and hoping to make them stronger. But we have to look at the life that we're living and wonder, is this really what God wants? Should we be focused on these things? And I'll say this, when we're so focused on this life and obtaining things that we're not having more of God, when our self is before God in this life, I believe that that's the reason we struggle so much with understanding and accepting death. Because Paul said, for me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. Though he did say also at the end of that, that it is better for him to live because he can still reach the world. But look at that mindset. His mindset was God and then himself. And by putting God first, that also means putting others first because God's will is for us to reach a lost and dying world, right? And so what Paul says is that I'm happy to live or die because if I, if I die, I go home to be with Jesus. And it's going to be far better than this world, especially for a man like Paul who suffered so much for the faith. I mean, just incredible things, right? But he still had God before him, and that's why he was able to face all of those things. And then he says, but if I do live, which I don't really, you know, it's not going to be so grand and fun for me. I get to reach other people and let them experience the same truth that I had. I mean, that's not a mindset that a lot of us have. Our mindset is, for me to live is myself and to die is scary. I mean, that's the honest truth of a lot of people, even as Christians. We, we are we are terrified of dying. We're terrified of going to heaven. But that's what we sing so much about, right? We sing so much about uh, going to heaven, seeing heaven, that great and glorious day. I'll fly away. Like, our, we, we try to culture ourselves in it. But then outside of church and outside of, like, conversation with other Christians, we really struggle with the concept. You know, we, we're, we're, we're afraid. That's the simple truth of it. And I think that's because we don't have enough God in our lives. We don't trust God enough. We don't talk to God enough. We don't seek God enough. And we've got our eyes so set on earth. Because when you hear people and you're like, you know, well, you don't ask somebody why they want to live, obviously. But like if you were to ask somebody that question, which seems kind of rude, what's their answer going to be? Well, I, I just want to be able to reach more people with the gospel. Like I, I love evangelizing and teaching Bible studies. I, I don't think that's going to be the answer. I really don't. I think people are going to say, well, I haven't gone to the Grand Canyon or I haven't traveled abroad or I want to see this happen or I want to watch, you know, my kids grow up, which is sweet and loving and kind. But at the same time, like you're getting a ticket home. You're getting a ticket to the whole point of everything. And I Death is a very scary subject, and I might be turning some people off right now. And if that's the case, I apologize. Please stay with us. I have another podcast. Again, I've got a whole myriad of ideas, which is what's led me to the whole idea of having a podcast in the first place that deals specifically with death. In fact, the God Notes uh, section this week is going to deal a little bit with death and how to, how to view death as Christians. Death is definitely a difficult subject, but 
I think that the reason that we struggle with it so often as Christians is because we don't truly understand what death is. And I think if we did understand that, and if we had more of God's understanding over death, then we wouldn't fear it as much as we often do. But as we go on, you know, like I don't want to just condemn people. I want to give you also like practical advice, but let's look at like what John said. I mean, that's the whole, the whole premise for the idea of like more God, less me. Like, well, just focusing on that idea. All of us that state that think that way. It's it's coming from from what John the Baptist said in John three and thirty. He said he must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. That was John's mindset, and that's not that's not just something that was meant for John to think. That was something that was meant for all of us to think when we become Christians. When we become Christians, the focus should come off of ourselves, and God should become the focus. John had a purpose, and he fulfilled that purpose, and then he became less and less known while Jesus became greater and greater known, right? But also, he was still promoting Jesus, right? Because the point was, I don't want you to see me, I want you to see Jesus. It actually makes me think of a song that's um, called, I think it's called Nobody, and it says, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my life. Like, that's a powerful verse in a song, right? And that's exactly what we should be as Christians. We should be focusing less and less on ourselves and more and more on making sure that people see Jesus. When we walk down the street, when we go to places, when we communicate with friends, family, when we even like strangers, when we go to a restaurant, we should be exemplifying the things that people don't see us anymore. They don't see Justin when I go places. Or they, well, I'm not that great. They shouldn't see Justin when I go places. They should see Jesus through me. And they should focus on that. And we shouldn't be seeking accolades and things like that. Like if we're, when we're doing things for God, we shouldn't have people be like, wow, you know, that guy, it is amazing, the podcast that he has put together. I cannot believe, you know, how wise and smart he is. And like, no, 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 no. And we have to tell people these sort of things. Otherwise, they might get that thought and then they start putting it into you and you become prideful. But whenever that sort of thing comes up, we got to get into our own minds and be purposeful. This None of this is me. Even talking right now, I'm amazed that I've been able to say as much as I have, but that's by the power of God and His Holy Spirit. And I am so thankful that He's able to work through us. But we have to make sure that the people that see us know that what they're seeing is God working through us, not anything that we're able to do of our own. We are weak and He is strong, and by God's grace we'll be able to do great things. But without Him, it just wouldn't be possible. So that that's what that means, though. That's like wanting people to see God versus you. And we have to focus less on ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, it it would be fun right now. Like, I don't even know what I'd like want to be doing, to be honest. I've gotten kind of, kind of lazy recently. But, you know, it would be a lot of fun right now to be out playing disc golf, to go fishing, to watch, just to be sitting here watching TV instead of doing a podcast. Because those things are relaxing, they're easy, they're enjoyable, they're pleasing to the flesh. But then that's then that's not getting me any closer to God, and that's not helping anybody else get any closer to God. I mean, that's kind of our whole point, right? Like the last thing that Jesus told the disciples, not just the apostles, but the disciples and the disciples, anybody who follows Jesus as as your teacher, which is what we do when we believe in Jesus Christ and we follow the Word of God, we become disciples of Christ. And He said to all the disciples. To go forth baptizing all nations and teaching them his commands, that's what we're supposed to be doing. When we give our lives to Christ, 
our emphasis on other things should start to diminish a little bit, you know, and they don't often. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect and that I've been able to do that. God, I pray, will help me to become better about this, especially as we go through this podcast. And hopefully I, I learn as much as I'm able to share with other people. That's that's I'm getting off subject a little bit here. But like that's kind of the purpose of this podcast is it's not like I'm trying to sit here and be like, this is what you should do and this is how you should do it. The honest truth is, this is what God is showing me, and I believe that it's applicable to other people, and so I'm going to share that with as many people as possible. One of the best ways to do that in 2023 is to get on the internet and just start proclaiming the good news and telling people about Jesus Christ and showing them you know, how he's working in your life. Now, a podcast, a Facebook post, YouTube even, uh, YouTube shorts. We need more Christian content creators for sure to start drowning out the noise of the world. But but these things are so important. And I believe that if if there had been all that stuff when Paul was around, I think that the Apostle Paul would have been, you know, as he's walking down the road to the next place, he's making some YouTube shorts telling people, look at what Jesus is doing. You know, he's telling people, look at what God is doing. And he wouldn't be ashamed because he said it. I am not ashamed of the gospel. We shouldn't be ashamed of the gospel either. We've got to share it in season and out of season, being ready to share the gospel. But I think that this is one of the best things that we can do is utilize the internet for good. Turn something that is used for so much evil for something that's so much good and putting God first on it, not seeking anything for ourselves. I don't have ads. I mean, I'm not saying that that wouldn't be great because then I could have like some decent podcasting gear for you guys. But like, you know, I don't I don't want money, I don't want fame, I don't want, you know, endorsement deals and I don't want to fall. I'll tell you that much right now. I want more of God and less of me and less of me means less pride and that means less pride in my accomplishments. If I want to boast, I want to boast in Jesus Christ and I'm not saying that these famous pastors that people know that do get all the deals and stuff like that, but like that's not why I'm here right now. And I don't ever think I'm going to be there and that's fine. But if I can help one person that listens to this podcast realize that they need to have more God and less of themselves in their lives, then I've done what I need to do. Because that's what God's put me here to do, is to lead other people deeper with Jesus Christ. I truly believe that. God's given me the ability to just be able to sit here for the past 20 minutes and just talk about Him, and to talk about His goodness, and to think on the things of God. And I think that is awesome. You know? But I do want to also touch on the fact that like we're focusing less on ourselves, right? And we're spending more time with God. And that means we need to spend more time in prayer. And I, I personally, I've developed a different style of prayer than I've had in the past. And I feel like it's really changed my life. So I'll give you a glimpse into that for just a second. But, you know, uh, we, we talk about prayer and we talk about like you see all these different ways of prayer in the Bible. And I do want to do a podcast on prayer because there's so many ways to pray. But often we fall into a trap of thinking like there's only one way to pray. And that's just to, you know, like either get on your knees or to close your eyes and fold your hands and really and like. That is so cool, and it's awesome, and it's great. And like, and those there's a time and a season for that, but the time and the season I'm in right now, I've learned is to talk to God like He's my Father. And I was thinking about it the other day when I was praying, and it's like, God, I do want more of You. I want to be able to talk to You like all the time, conversationally, just be able to talk to God. God says He's our Father, and He wants to hear from us. And when we go talk to our our earthly parents, we don't bury our our hands in our face and become really pious and cry out. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that with God, but I'm not. But I'm saying that maybe that's not how what we should do all the time, right? And so I was thinking about it while I was sitting in my chair the other day, just thinking on the things of God. And it was like my dad was here the other day, sitting in the chair across from me. I had my legs crossed, 
we're just sitting there having a, a nice conversation. Why am I not just talking to God like that? If God says, I'm your heavenly father, then why are we not talking to him like we would talk to our earthly fathers? Why are we not just telling him what's going on? He knows. Yeah. Just like my son, I know everything that's going on in his life, but it's a lot of fun when he tells me, right? And I think God feels the same way. Here's a reason that God tells us to look at him like he's our father. And so I think that one great way to get more God in our lives, and if it's time for more God for you, that this is something that you should try, and that's to sit down like you would and talk to God like you would talk if your dad was sitting there. And I know a lot of people didn't have great examples of fathers. Maybe they didn't, you didn't able, weren't able to have those conversations and like that. I know that I was, I've been blessed, but, or maybe your just dad wasn't around or anything like that. Okay. There's got to be somebody in your life that you do just have open and honest conversations with, right? That maybe it's not even a father figure. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it was your mom. I, I don't want to focus so much on like the dad and like the worldly thought of a dad in that way. Like if you've had a bad experience with that, but you need to just sit down and talk to God like you're just talking to somebody, like a regular person. Like God is in the room sitting across from you and you're not being super pious and religious like the Pharisees, but you're just like, God, I, I need you. I I, I want to talk to you more and have these relationships, right? Like it's that simple of a conversation. You tell God, God, I'm worried about this or I don't know what to do about that or why does your word say this? What is What are you trying to teach me? You know, like it's just a simple conversation. We don't have to, to make it a big religious experience every time we sit down to pray. And and I'm not saying, I'm, I hope that it's coming across clearly is all I'm going to say. I'm not going to try to re-explain myself 17 times, but I just hope that it's coming across clearly. But if we want more of God and we want to take the focus off ourselves, prayer is so important. And I know I just recommended that type of prayer, and I really believe that it's a great way to talk to God because you can do it anywhere. And you don't have to be... Like, I think that it is good to sometimes speak out loud because it keeps your mind focused in the right place. But like, once you start to develop that, I've found that you can pray anywhere, but you just don't have to pray out loud. You know, you sit there and you have the same conversation because God he knows your thoughts. And you can have that same conversation at the doctor's office and all that stuff. And maybe, you know, something that I've done and I think that other people should consider is instead of playing on your phone and instead of sitting there and like, you know, distracting yourself from every situation. Maybe take those times that you're at the doctor's office, you know, you're waiting in line at the grocery store. Anytime that you would really sit there and scroll mindlessly on your phone, keep your phone in your pocket or in your purse and just close your eyes, or not, you know, not even close your eyes. I mean, have your eyes open, look around at the surroundings and just pray. And maybe even pray for the people you see. You don't know them. Maybe they go God, maybe they don't know God. But I tell you what, either way, they need prayer. You don't even have to know their name. God, that person over there in the green hat, Lord, I pray that you would reach them in some way. I pray that they would come to know you if they don't know you. God, and if they do know you, I pray they would get a deeper relationship. I mean, it's that easy to pray for people and to make, and think about that. What does that prayer signify? If you pray for a random person like that, they don't know it and you know it, but you're not even praying about yourself or any involvement for you in it. You're praying blessings in the life of a person that you've never even met before without them knowing it. What is that doing? That is putting less of you and more of God into your life. That's exactly like when you pray, don't pray in public. Well, obviously, Jesus, but you know, people stop there. Oh, well, I can't pray in public because Jesus said not to. No, 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 no. What Jesus says is don't pray in public to be seen. 
pray privately. Well, we can pray privately like that. If you're standing in line and you pray for somebody in front of you without ever speaking a word or interrupting their day, that's doing that. And it's a great thing. Now, if God leads you to go speak to them, then you should go speak to them, obviously. But that's a way to get more of God and less of you in your life, where you're letting God do His greater work, and you're not even taking any credit or any focus on yourself. You'll never even know what comes of that prayer. But it could be a great blessing for that person, and we don't need to know. You know, maybe we'll find out in heaven, and that would be pretty awesome to know that, like, you prayed this prayer without any 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 self-interest, and it had such a grand impact on their life. Things changed that day for them. You don't know what's going to happen. God is able to do miraculous things through the prayers of his people. There's power in prayer. And so prayer is so important. But you got to find a way of prayer that works for you. You know, if if like for me, this casual way of prayer is, is really revolutionized my prayer life with God. And I think that it's a great thing. But maybe you do need to be, you know, on a different style of prayer, vocally, non-vocally, on your knees, standing, sitting, just whatever it takes for you to pray, going on a prayer walk. There's there's great men of God all throughout history who went on prayer walks, and that's how they got closer to God. And maybe that's what you need to do. But don't give up on prayer because it's difficult. Keep pushing, keep seeking, keep coming after God and after God and after God, and eventually you're going to find God. It's that simple. So I just pray that you'll focus on prayer. Now, once we've been, once we start praying well, then we got to think about reading our Bible well, and, you know, focusing on studying the Bible and 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 reading what it says in the Bible and knowing the Bible. Because the only way that we're going to know God is to know what His Word says. And the truth of the matter is, as great as preaching is, as great as church is, even if you go to a church where you have you know three services a week, once on Wednesday and twice on Sunday, you're never going to hear the whole Bible. You're just not for so many reasons. One. There's a lot of things that it's just like that don't get covered in sermons, sadly, today, depending on the kind of church that you go to, where people just try to not talk about, you know, really the spiritual meat, the deep things of God. But also, pastors have a hard job. You've got a congregation of people that have been there for a long time, and every week, more than likely, you have somebody who's never been to church before in your service. So how do you do how do you feed both people? You know, it's a very difficult thing, and we pray that they're being led by God to give the message that they need to give. But if you want to truly know God, understand God, then you're not going to get everything you need simply from attending church services every week. Now, you need to be in church because uh, the author of Hebrews told us that we should not neglect the meeting together, especially as we see the end times approaching, which I think we all can somewhat see in our world today, right? I don't think anybody's arguing against that point. So it's just, you need to read your Bible. And that if you want more of God, you need to read your Bible. Is it easy? Is it, is it fun all the time? Is it something that we want to pick up? Like, No, you have to fight for it. You have to fight for it. The simple truth is that reading your Bible is a fight. It's a fight against the flesh, and it's a fight against the spirit of the enemy. The enemy doesn't want you to read the Bible. Because as soon as you start reading the Bible, you'll start seeing things you've never seen before. God's going to start showing you things that you've never seen before. And it's going to revolutionize your life. And if you want to be more of God, you want to be more like the people you've heard all the the great accounts of from biblical history, then you need to read your Bible. If you want faith and you want joy and you want peace, then you need to know the one who offers all those things to you. And the only way you're going to know that fully is through prayer and through reading God's word. That's just the honest truth. Now, obviously, we need to spend time in worship to God. 
and that's going to give us more of God. When we take a minute out of our day just regularly without being in church to lift our hands or lift our voices and just give God thanks and praise either with song or without song, that's going to give us more of God. Because you're saying, God, I need you. I love you. I thank you, God, for all the things that you've blessed me with. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Because when you're saying, it's not by me, it's by you. That alone, saying that sort of thing, gets you more of God and less of yourself in your life. It's that, that simple. Not only that, once, we, you know, once our, our lives are getting better, we have to start thinking about others. Because what we talked about earlier, what was God's plan for us? God's plan is for us to reach the world with the gospel message. And that means helping, serving, caring for, loving, and all that with other people. And that's just, that's just the simple truth of it. You know, uh, Paul wrote that we should not think of our own needs, not just think of our own needs, but take an interest in the needs of others in Philippians 2 and 4. The NLT says, don't look out for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. How often are we doing that? You know, how often are we like, hey, what's going on in your life? What can I, can I pray for you? Can I pray for your needs? Or are we just constantly telling other people what we need from them? You know, and I'm not saying that that's bad. We should ask other people to pray for us when we need prayer. But we should be quick to ask others what they need in prayer. You know, it's just, it's become such a self-centered world that we live in today and such self-centered religion that I think that, that it really is time. It's time, guys and gals, whoever's listening to this podcast. I started listening to some like pursuit of manliness and like some of that stuff kills me a little bit, but it's been a really good podcast and a really good thing to listen to. And I do highly recommend it. He's actually where I got the idea to have three different shows in the same podcast feed. But like that, that mindset has got me kind of too, though, because I keep thinking like that men are listening to this because his focus is men. But my focus isn't just for men, it's for men and women. Men and women both, you, we all need to get more of God in our lives. I really think that it would change everything as Christians. I really do. The more God that we get and the less of ourselves, it's really going to change everything. And like, I'm not great. I'm not perfect. I'm sitting here right now looking around at the stuff that I've amassed because I get obsessed with things like cameras or books or things like that. And even with books, right? Like, when I'm buying Christian books, you know, like that's about God. And it's like, no, you just kind of like buying stuff right? Like, I think we all can admit that a little bit, right? Like, part of the fun of getting things isn't, it's just like, there's this weird thing, and it, I think the Bible even, if you think about it, like, contentment with godliness is great gain. Obviously, what does that mean? Discontentment, the constant desire for more stuff, is sinful and great loss, right? Like, you got to look at sometimes at a Bible verse in the inverse, and so a lot of us have this addiction where we're not content, and we just want more stuff, and I'm, I'm man enough to admit that that's the case for me. I've got all these books, and you're like, yeah, but they're all Christian books. And it's like, yeah, that's awesome, but I don't read a lot of them. I've read a bunch of them, but then there's a lot of stuff where you just like, you fall into that trap of like every time you go somewhere, you're like, oh, I should buy some more of these books. And like, look, this one's so cool. And look at this one. It's so great and all these things. And then you bring them home and they just sit there because the material that you bought isn't actually the material that either you're interested in or that God's leading you to read. I'll be perfectly honest. I I love the books that I have, and I think that it would be awesome if God ever used me to write a book one day. But at the same time, God's already given us 66 books, and those 66 books are all that we need. And these authors are great men of God, and women of God, sorry, great men and women of God. But the thing is, is that, you know, like, God says that He is no, um, 
now I've lost my whole train of thought. I apologize. But and that's the other thing. I want this podcast to be real, so I'm not gonna cut any of this stuff out when I look dumb because at moments we all look dumb. But like God says God says he's no respecter of persons. That's what I was trying to say. God is no respecter of persons. That means that God looks at us all as equal, meaning that we can all receive the same things from God. If if someone was used for this, you can also be used for that if you're seeking it. But the only way that you're going to find it is if you're seeking it. So we almost don't even need all these books, right? Because God's willing to give us the same information through his word that he gave the other, these other people through their through his word, right? They didn't come up with it. They were no special persons. Like Paul talks about, you know, you've got Paul, Peter, Apollos, and you're trying to compare all these different biblical teachers and which one you think is the best. But it doesn't really matter, right? Because God's using all of us for his purpose. And one of us may sow the seed and one of us may water it. We all have the ability to sow and we all have the ability to water. It's just what we're allowing God to use us to do is the simple truth. The people that you see that you think of as great people of faith, they are that because they've allowed God to use them and because they have more of God in their lives than themselves. And that's what we all need. We need more of God than we need of ourselves. And I think I'm starting to see that more and more and realize like I put a lot of emphasis on things that don't matter and even even spiritual practices that aren't as important as I thought that they were because they were more about me than they were for God. And that that's just the honest truth. And I think that it's important that we evaluate our lives. You know, like we need to step back and look at what we are doing and how we are practicing our faith and compare it to how God's word says we should practice our faith and just see if the two are aligned. Am I lining up with what God says I should be doing? And I don't want to condemn anybody or, you know, come off as a jerk. I know I'll say first and foremost that for me, that's not been true in my life and it's still not as true as it should be. I'm not a perfect example of God's word. Not that we will ever be perfect, but we should be seeking to be better than we are today. Tomorrow, we should be better than we are today. And if we do fall, it shouldn't destroy our lives because God knows that we're going to fall. But we should be seeking to get back up better, right? Like if we do tomorrow worse than we did today, then we hope to do the next day even better. But with that hope in Christ, we can do better. But I think that as a lot of Christians, if a lot of Christians, one, knew the Bible, then they would know that they're not living according to the Bible. But they don't even know the Bible to begin with. So if you don't know the Bible, then you don't know anything about how you should be living. Because you probably know, obviously we know John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that all who shall believe on him shall not perish but receive everlasting life. That is amazing. Wow, that's a powerful verse. But there's so much more to the Bible than that verse. There's so much more to the Bible than Romans 8.28. God uses all things for the good of those who believe and are called according to his purpose. That's a great verse. We hear a lot. Powerful. We hear a lot about how God loves us, how God wants. But what we don't hear a lot about is how God wants us to live. And there's more of that in the Bible than you would think. Love one another. Be kind. Be courteous. Be generous. These things are taught all throughout the epistles, all throughout the New Testament. And are we really doing it? Because to really love somebody, you have to live out 1 Corinthians 13. That explains love and how love really encompasses so much more than we would ever think, right? Like, if we really look at love in that context, none of us are loving right. Because God has a whole lot more purpose than what we could ever imagine. But 
I just hope that God continues to use me for this podcast, that he gives me the subjects that I need to talk about to help other people and to help myself. I don't know what I need to do in this life. I don't know what's right or wrong. I don't know what what God has in store for me. But what I do know is that I definitely need to become less in my own life and I need to have God become more because that's what's going to get me to heaven. Focusing on myself is not going to get me to heaven. Doing things my own way is not going to get me to heaven. God has a way, a purpose, and a plan, and I want to know that purpose and plan for my life, and I pray that you want to know that purpose for your life. I hope that this podcast was clear, that it made sense, that it helped you today. I pray that you'll be back, you know, for some further episodes, especially for some of the other shows that we've got coming out. You know, I'm pretty excited about about where those are going to go and, you know, what we're going to get to talk about and explore and just learn together about God. I'd love to hear from you guys. If you ever think I'm wrong, let me know that I'm wrong. If you think that I should talk about something in the aspect of getting deeper with God, then please let me know. I've just created the new email for this. It's called, what do you think? More of God and less of me podcast at gmail.com. I was was lucky enough to get that. So, you know, if you have any concerns or things like that, you can email me at that more God, less me podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um, I just, I don't know. There's so much that I wanted to talk about, but it's hard to keep that conversational line of thought. And I don't want to be reading off of a script or repeating myself time and time again. But I, I just, I, it's really on my heart right now to think about how have we been living as Christians and have we been living as God really intends us to live? Because there's so much that God wants us to do, and it's not all about enjoying this world. And I don't think God wants us to have a bad time, but I don't think it's, God is so focused on us just living it up on this world, dying and going there and not taking anybody with us and not taking care of people when we have the opportunity to take care of people, you know. I think that I did mention sports earlier, and I forgot, and I just want to mention it here on the tail end of this podcast that let's talk, like when I talked about golf or, you know, even watching football and, like, all these things, it, those are those are fine. But what we should be doing, if we want to do those, is using them to evangelize. If we're going to watch a football game, we should invite people over, and we should somehow find a way to talk about God during that that thing. If we're going out to the golf course, we shouldn't just be going out there alone, you know, going through 18 holes by ourselves and then going home. We should be trying to make connections. We should be trying to have people come with us and trying to build together, even if that's other Christians, right? Like iron sharpens iron. You need sharpened. They need sharpened. So we should be getting with other Christians and taking the focus off ourselves and putting it on them we we put a lot of emphasis in the church on evangelism and discipleship and we've got to get we've got to get people in the church and i'm like yes it's so true but at the same time we can't do it at the expense of the body we can't put so much emphasis on new believers and getting new believers that we hurt the body and that we we cause people to leave the faith because they're not getting what they need we don't want them to get dull to get rusty and to eventually fall away and be useless for the gospel. We want to have people come in, stay in, and we need to emphasize our brothers and sisters just as much as we emphasize the ones we're hoping to adopt into the family, right? If all we're focused on is the ones that we want to adopt, the ones we're fostering, you could say, then we're going to really upset those other people and we're really going to hurt them. And so, like, if we're going to do stuff, if we're going to have hobbies and activities, that is awesome. And it's a good thing to, like, relax and unwind. But maybe... 
part of the way that we unrelax and un relax and unwind is by sharing the good news with somebody or just talking about the Bible. What if you have a golf match after you've heard this podcast, a match, right? What if you what if you have a tea time, you know, sometime in the next week after this podcast, or if you've got, you know, whatever it is that your hobby is, I don't actually even play golf, but like if you're into disc golf or fishing and you've got plans with somebody coming up this week, whether they're in the faith or out of the faith, what if you took a minute just to talk to them about God? How when's the last time you talked to your church friends about God, you know, or are you just talking about what's going on in the world or politics or your own life? Because I don't think that's what God meant for us to do either. I think God expects us to try to talk and get closer to him through everything that we do. And it's not that we've been awful and that God isn't going to give us another chance. I mean, we know what grace is. We know that that obviously isn't the truth, but it's just so crazy to think that we're so obsessed with all this when there's so much of God to be had and we have so little of it. And I want I want that power and that freedom and that joy and the peace that God offers. And I don't think we're going to get it by focusing on ourselves. I think it, uh, there's no way to get it by focusing on ourselves. So whenever we have the opportunity, we should talk about God. Maybe we talk about to our Christian friends, hey, you know, what do you think about like having more God and less of yourself in your life? And maybe they're like really on the same page as you are. And maybe they're not and you can help them. You don't know. But maybe we should be fostering the right conversations in our lives, not taking an interest in ourselves, taking an interest in others, and taking a great interest in the Lord God Almighty. I just want to say a quick prayer over us before I wrap this podcast up. Again, I thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope that I get better at this and that I can, you know, not have a crazy rabbit trail of thought and end up tying things together at the end. But I hope that I'm able just to sit down, share with what God puts on my heart. And I pray that the Holy Ghost moves through this podcast and that it's able to, to come across clearly and concisely. I'm not looking for praise. I'm not looking for you to tell me how great I did, but I'm just saying if I didn't do good, I pray that God helps me to get better. But anyways, like I said, let me just give you guys a quick pray, our prayer, and then we'll be done. Lord, I pray that you would just help us all. God, help those who listen to this podcast and help me, Lord, to have more of you and less of ourselves in my life. God, I want it to be more God, less me. God, I want that to be something that's just over me at all the time. God, I want that to be the thought that sticks in our head, God. When we have the opportunity to do, do good, for someone else, I pray that we would take that opportunity, God. I pray that you would just speak to our hearts and our minds, God. Help us to focus on you. Help us to love, to be patient, to be kind, and help us to pray, God. I pray for those who struggle with their prayer life, God. I pray that you would give them victory, God. I pray that you would help them to find that time of prayer, find that way of talking to you, God, that works for them, that helps them, Lord. I pray the same for Bible study, God. I pray that you would help people to find a way to read your Bible, to read your word, to study it, God, and to store it up in their hearts and in their minds, Lord. I pray that you would just help us all, Lord. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You guys have a great rest of your day. God bless.